Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In spite of how you may feel in the midst of the global upheaval we're all facing, Jesus is still very much on His throne in heaven. Nothing is taking Him by surprise, and He is in complete control. Pastor J.D. will encourage us all to continue to put our full trust in God as we face these very last days. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 25th, 2021. I want to refer you, and again, we have the links to these We did an update back on January 10th titled Decision Time. This was actually censored on and removed by YouTube within 72 hours. Also, Decision Time 2. We go into great detail about this so-called vaccine, answering many of the questions from a biblical perspective. Suffice it to say, and just bear with me. And I've been saying this since March of 2020. This is how it ends. And we are at the end. And that's the bad news. Okay? All right, let's close in prayer and we'll... (laughs) No! The badder the bad news is, the gooder the good news will be. This is pretty bad, isn't it? Right? Well, here's the good news. Everything is going perfectly according to God's prophetic plan. Never ever imagine that God doesn't hear, see, and know everything that's happening. He knows the end from the beginning. And never think for one second that He doesn't care about us as His people. If you don't mind me saying it this way, our Heavenly Father is tracking everything and everyone. How about that? (laughs) I like that. Yes! Praise the Lord, right? When I was uh, preparing my notes, I I started typing, and it's like the Lord just, I've got a tracking system too. Oh, that's right, you do. (laughs) Way more better. Because we talked about this on Thursday night, Isaiah 13. (laughs) It's like... Lord, do you see what they're doing? Come on. I'm all-knowing, I'm all-seeing, 
I know the end from the beginning. In fact, I even told you that they would be doing this. Why, why are you even asking me that question? Lord, are you going to let them get away with it? Again, why do you ask me that question? I already told you how it ends for them. It's not pretty. Yeah, but Lord, Lord, how long? Oh, <laughs> just wait, you'll see. That's what a parent says to their child when they're young. <laughs> and it's true, just wait, you'll see. God rules over all and overrules all. Praise the Lord. He's going to have the final word. I can't wait. (laughs) He'll settle this. They'll never get away with this. The evil that is perpetrated on mankind, it's unspeakable evil. But God takes note of it. God sees everything. He knows everything, and He has everything under His control. Now, I realize that this may help settle some, but there are many who are faced with great uncertainty and many unanswered questions about what the future holds. Questions like, what do I do about my career? my business, my job, presupposing I still have one. Or, I'm getting my college degree, I'm getting married, I'm starting a family. (laughs) So if the rapture is going to happen as soon as it looks like it's going to happen, then what's the point of continuing on? Well, please know that I don't have all the answers. I never want to come off as one who fancies myself as having all the answers. But what I do have is what you too have, and that is the Spirit of God and the Word of God to navigate through these horrendous, perilous times, particularly in the Gospels, where Jesus teaches many parables about entrusting stewards with talents and commanding them to occupy until he returns. I was thinking this last week, back to 2015, and how we would have never purchased this property or built this church if we thought it would be pointless. And now, here we are, well nigh six years later. God knew. God knew. But if we would have not done what God called us to do and step out in faith and do, He would have found somebody else who would be willing to do it, to whom much has been entrusted, much is required. I see the Lord as searching to and fro throughout the earth. And He's doing a search, and He's looking for servants, faithful servants, 
whose hearts are fully devoted to Him. And when He finds one, we're actually going to be talking a little bit about this in Titus, second service. But when He finds one, (laughs) just stand back and behold the salvation of the Lord. The truth of the matter is, we cannot even begin to imagine the ways God may use what we do here, both pre and post rapture. What do you mean? Think this through with me. What we do here on earth is what God has uniquely gifted us to do. And it will absolutely have relevance for and extend into eternity. Do you know that? Oh, come on, Pastor, easy for you to say you're in the ministry. Full-time ministry. I don't like that word. There's no such thing as part-time, full-time, lifetime. Yeah, but you're the pastor, of course. Well, that's too bad, because it's actually a lie from the father of lies that what you do doesn't count or matter for eternity. God has uniquely positioned you where He has you. And here's the thing, by the way, and I want you to think about this, God can actually use someone like you more than He can use someone like me. Because He has you in a place that I cannot reach. I mean, just by virtue of the conversation that I might have with somebody, as soon as they learn that I'm a pastor, that's it. Changes the whole complexion of the conversation. Oh, most holy Reverend Farag. (laughs) Don't ever call me that, by the way. I think you know that. This wall goes up. Oh, you're the clergy. I'm just the laity. Really? No, God has called you, uniquely gifted you, and He has you exactly where He has you. And yeah, but pastor, with all due respect, all I do is this day in, day out, go to work, go home, go to bed, get up, go to work, go home, go to bed, get up. Oh, interesting. Did you know that what you do now, you'll be doing for all eternity? What? Well, time doesn't permit, but let me just give you one verse of Scripture, that God's callings and giftings are without repentance. And besides, what do you think you're going to be doing? And oh, by the way, work was blessed before sin entered the world, and it was cursed. What are you saying, Pastor? We're going to be working in heaven? Yeah, not at all like it is now. (laughs) It's cursed now, but we're going to be working with the gifting and the talents that God gave us for all eternity. Pastor, I'm just a student. I haven't even got my degree yet. Cool. God's gifted you for that. And by the way, that gifting, that calling, that talent that you have, you have all eternity to use it. That's how God has gifted you. Well, here's even more good news. There's still time here on earth 
to get more people to heaven. (laughs) And there's still time here on earth to lay up treasures in heaven. Because here's what comes packaged with what I just said. What we do down here for this short, I mean inconsequential amount of time we call, or James calls, the vapor that is our lives. Whatever that number of years is, in comparison to eternity, what we do down here will determine our eternity. Think about that. Let that sink in. I think if people really grasped that one truth in God's Word, it would change everything. It would change their lives. They would never look back. Because I've only got a little bit of time before eternity, and what I'm doing now with what little time I have left is going to determine eternity. Don't get me wrong, nobody in eternity is going to go, oh, look at his mansion. I just have an outhouse over here. It's not going to be like that. Nobody in heaven is going to say, man, I got the short end of that stick. No. Listen, we're just going to be for the first whatever trillion years. I like that. We'll just use trillion. (laughs) Just be, I mean, just in awe, just worshiping Him. There's no time in eternity. We're outside of time. We're in eternity. But we have now this time to determine our eternity. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 6, beginning in verse 19. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You know what Jesus is saying here? He's saying, seize every opportunity while you have time here on earth, and use it to lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, because it's going to matter for all eternity. So again, this last week, I just in my time with the Lord, was sort of inquiring of the Lord concerning how long we have, and He directed my heart to the Apostle Peter's second epistle, chapter 3, verses 8 and 9 which speaks to the paramount importance of patience with and for people coming to salvation while we still have time. You know, I got saved in 1982. I am so glad Jesus did not rapture His church out in 1981. I'll I'll let you have a little moment with that one. (laughs) Think about that. Verse 8, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, He's patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. The Apostle Paul, in writing his second letter to the Thessalonians, explains how that the restrainer will hold back evil 
until such a time as that day comes. Because again, God is not willing or wanting that any should perish, but that people will come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So the restrainer is restraining, holding back. Chapter 2, verse 7, For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Why do I point these passages out? Because the common denominator is that we still have time to lay up treasures in heaven and bring people to heaven before the restrainer is taken out of the way. And oh, by the way, when the restrainer is taken out of the way, so are we. You can have it now. You can have this world. Uh, Spoiler alert, you're only going to get it for seven years, and it's not going to be a picnic, (laughs) especially the last three and a half. But God, God. Is that bad? That's bad. I'm sorry. See, those, they're they're out of the way. We can do what we want now. You know, that's the new age teaching, right? We're the problem. We're in the way. Okay, cool. We want to get out of your way as bad as you want us out of your way. And we will be. We're just going to have to wait. <laughs> There's another important question I think I'd be grossly remiss if I didn't address, and it has to do with loved ones and the so-called vaccine. Specifically, will I ever be able to travel to see them, or will they ever be able to travel to see me? course, that presupposes they're going to want to see you, because after all, you haven't been vaccinated. I'm sorry. So the question is, what if someone we love very much has already been vaccinated? (laughs) What happens then? Are they doomed? No. I know this might seem like an oversimplification, but if they're a born-again Christian, they cannot be unborn again. By the way, that goes both ways. Once you've been vaccinated, you cannot be unvaccinated. But if you're born again, you cannot be unborn again. And here's why. The litmus test of heaven has nothing to do with what we do or don't do. Rather, it's all about what Jesus already did. Listen, I know this is terrifying even to the solid Christian. However, the Scriptures are replete with promises from the Savior Himself that He will give us peace in this world until He takes us out of this world. John fourteen twenty seven, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. John sixteen thirty three. 
I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, tribulation, trials, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Revelation 3 verse 10, John is told to write to the church in Philadelphia, and he says to them, because you have kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. For those who are battle weary and don't know how much longer you can hold on, I have really good news for you. God will see you through. Whatever it is that you're going through, no matter how difficult it is, He will get you through it right up until the time that He raptures us out of here. I'm not just as a pastor, which is my privilege to be, from behind this pulpit, as is my privilege to do, saying this, I testify to this. Put me on the witness stand. I will testify under oath. So help me God. This is true. God will see you through. Yeah, but pastor, there's no way. No way. (laughs) The way, the truth, and the life. The Lord is going to see you through no matter what it is that you're going through, no matter how bad it is that you're going through. I know it's bad. I've tasted from that cup. I know what it's like to not even be able to, even, it's only groaning and it's almost silent. You're in the fetal position. You can't even pray. You can't even cry. It's an inward groaning in your soul. And you're convinced this is it. I ain't going to make it. And then the Lord meets you there, and He does that which only He can and always does, because He loves you. He loves you. Romans 8, an amazing chapter, one of my favorite chapters in all of God's Word. Verse 18, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Not even on the same planet, if I can say it like that, to be compared. Yeah, but this is really hard. Not even a, it's inconsequential in comparison to eternity and the glory that awaits Romans 8, beginning in verse 31. Now this is really important, especially for anyone who is here today or watching online. And the enemy has succeeded in large measure to get you to doubt God's love for you. The whole chapter of Romans 8, you need to spend some time in that chapter. But listen to this. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Thanks for joining us for this special Mid-East Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. 
We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.